0: Ah, okay. <laughs> we are here it is guys <laughs> on a uh snowy uh yucky hungover saturday um you know it's uh it's it's just yeah your dog you've been cool all day now you're freaking out um got up this morning saw the snow took the dog out dog looked at me like you're gonna make me pee out here why don't you pee out here so i did um and then just if we had to be together, we would, but since we have the technology to not drive in the snow, we're doing the show from uh, various locations. Undisclosed, secure locations is what we're doing
1: the show from. Yeah, that's right, we are uh, virtual. The snow has gotten our way. We have a new background. I, I went, Levesque, right in the morning I decided to make this background. I don't know if I'm gonna like it the entire show. There might be at some point during the show, I just kicked this background off and we go old school with our other background because we like using our graphics. I don't know, this yeah. is my art. This is the best art I have. Either we're gonna stick with this one, Or at some point of the show, we'll jump back to our old one. I don't know. Oh, I mean,
0: either one's fine with me. I, you know, I think it's important to answer the question that's on the screen right now. Is no angel dandruff. Um, and, and I say, yes. So, uh, big big weekend, obviously the, the conference championships are this weekend. The Royal rumble is this weekend. Siena saints won a basketball game last night. I was there for that allegedly. And, uh, just a lot of cool stuff going on, but, um, Again, I'm hungover. So, guys, you, whatever, whatever the hell you want to talk about, go ahead. I don't, I don't even, I don't we even were play,
1: we, That should have been our first wager, whether or not Levesque would make it on this beautiful Saturday. I mean, let's do this. Let's start with an easy topic, probably a topic some people are more concerned about, even though the are I always are tomorrow. make
0: it. The odds would be whether or not I'd be hungover. Like, I always <laughs> would make it. It's just what kind of shape I would be in when I got here.
1: What about Chiefs and Bengals and Rams and Niners? The last time we talked in a weekend – I thought it was going to be Bills and Bucks in the Super Bowl. You thought it was going to be Chiefs and Rams in the Super Bowl. And sure enough, both of those preseason picks for you are still alive. You can still Woo! push that ticket and cash it for you. Do you feel less confident, more confident going into these championship conference games this Sunday?
0: I, I change my opinion every five seconds, to be perfectly honest with you. like Ultimately, what I believe is Rams will win, Niners will cover. Uh, you know, I'll get, I'll get into bigger things, but like, so I think my Rams are still alive. However, what Shanahan is the head coach of the Niners versus McVeigh as head coach of the Rams. He's what six and O already. So I'm not, I'm not uber confident in that one. That could really go either way. I've heard people say their favorite bet of the weekend is uh money line 49ers. So it, it, I could go either way on that one. Um, in, in, skill to skill, talent to stout, talent, the abuse that Joe Burrow has taken, the, the Chiefs should just run roughshod over what's left of the Bengals. You know, this is a game that next year I think is very interesting. But then again, Tennessee should have run rough, roughshod over the Bengals. The Raiders actually were in position to beat the Bengals, yet here they are. So it, it's, um, it's going to be – I'm going to keep wagering. You know, I've got the, I've got the, the apps. I've got, I've got a lot of money in those apps. I've done very well in, in recent history. Um, but I'm not I'm not super confident. If it was if it was new money, if I had to put money in this weekend, I would I would be doing like $20 bets.
1: Ooh, that, that's interesting because throughout the entire season, we've been talking about like divisional dogs. You know, that's like my biggest change I made from wagering. It's like, okay, it doesn't matter what division, regular season. So many people will look at a bad team in a division and they'll just assume the favorites always gonna win. But a lot of times those divisional dogs cover this season, and I know Niner and Ram fan. Uh, doesn't care about the cover anymore. They just want to see their team get to the Super Bowl. But other people like us who like to invest are fine with the cover. Uh, Sean McVay in the Rams, look, they did this what, a few years ago when we were in Atlanta and we covered that Super Bowl. They decided to say we are changing the way in which most NFL teams figure out the moves they make, how they think about draft picks, how they think about veteran players. We don't need draft picks. We're just going to go get Von Miller. <laughs> We're just going to get Matthew Stafford. We're going to go get Odell Beckham Jr. Although that one's a little bit different because of how the cut and everything else. But you see the point of every single year, we're not going to value college players we don't know about. We're just going to go build the best roster every single season. Like we're playing Madden and turning the game off after that. (laughs) And it's it's worked. They beat the Buccaneers. They beat the Cardinals. And now they're in a spot where they get a divisional foe in San Francisco and they can potentially do it again. So – their mindset is that, and how about you flip it over to San Francisco? San Francisco gave up, I believe, three first-round draft picks to draft Trey Lance, who's on the bench. So <laughs> neither one of these teams care about draft picks. They're like, I will just go out. This is Kyle Shanahan speaking, or GM for the Rams. I think it's Les Sneed, who says, we don't care about picks. We will figure that out later. Our goal is to go to the Super Bowl every year. And sure enough, both these teams have played in Super Bowls the last five seasons.
0: Yeah, it's – and, you know, you are the one who always, like, makes fun of teams for valuing draft picks so much over players and this, that, and the other thing. So you've got to feel pretty good about how that's working. But, you know, at the same time, it's – it's they ain't done it yet. You know what I mean? Like, they've done this where they've, where they've drafted in season by whoever the best player is that they can use their draft picks and some insane amount of just cap math to fit 75 of the best players on your roster. But yeah, one the dog found a squeaky ball like way right before. He's and I can't even take it from him because he's so freaking happy. Like I'm like, I've been cleaning and I'm just finding like every one of his toys that has rolled under something, like. So now he's finding them, and they're all brand new. So you're gonna hear squeaking periodically through this. There's just not he's just too happy. I can't take it from him. So, um, no, but like it, you've gotten to the dance but you haven't won the dance with this method meanwhile you know kansas city did what they had to do to get mahomes and they've won the dance and they got to the dance together they might go a third straight time so it's i feel like for me to fully buy into what you've been selling all along that like people overvalue these draft picks you go with the player that you know all this other stuff rams rams have to win this way like if the rams can win this way and Niners to a degree. Like if you look at some of the guys on their roster, you you like they're they're like not just draft like draft guys, other people don't care about for the most part. Like and then make them into like I know people value Debo Samuel. Nobody valued Debo Samuel like this. Like nobody like I, I what was he like maybe the eighth wide receiver on the board, something like that. I mean he was he was he was like a fourth round pick in most, maybe fifth if you were shooting the moon. And now he's arguably the most valuable player in football. So the Niners just, like, we don't care what you think. We're going to do whatever we want, and it works to a degree. Rams, uh, drafts are for losers. Let's go ahead and just trade everything and get these players. So two very, like, non-conventional ways of doing things are going toe-to-toe this weekend for a chance to possibly get their asses kicked by the Chiefs.
1: It's true. And, like, what we could have seen here, potentially storyline-wise, is, and probably some people predicted this, me, we could have had this be the storyline again of, like, is Tom Brady this final season and Gronk and the Buccaneers do it again? Will they get knocked off? In the touch? Like, that could have been a storyline. The Packers with Aaron Rodgers, the top seed in the NFC. Will this be Rodgers' final run? What would, You know, there are other more intriguing storylines that we thought could have been here this week, and they're not there. And I don't know if that's just an East Coast bias of mine, but it's okay. Like, it's not the conference championship I wanted Look, if they had the Cardinals in there, we could have talked about Kyler Murray and if he's changing the NFL and Cliff Kingsbury, how much money they're going to offer him and how great he makes his money and everything else. All that stuff could have happened, but instead we're going to get two franchises that in some ways do it the same way, and we're going to find out if one of those two teams put up a close game like we saw in all those divisional rounds. So you already you already teased this, so I don't even know if I need to set up for it, but I'll just do it anyways. You find, you find this chiefs Bengals game. That is going to be another Sunday game. I believe that's the three o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. Blowout City. You don't think this is even gonna be close between Kansas City and Cincy? It,
0: it it should be. Like you should see Brandon Allen in this game. Like that, you you got you got Joe Burrow who got sacked nine times, lost sixty eight yards worth of being sacked last week against Tennessee. Chris Jones, Frank Clark. So, you know, these this um I can't even think of the other guys at Melvin or whatever the hell his name is. These guys are gonna eat. Like he's gonna get sacked at they're gonna hold the Kansas City defense to four, maybe five sacks. Like that's that's like, if I'm Joe Burrow and you tell me I'm only gonna get knocked down four or five times, I'm like, oh, thank God, good game. Like that's how bad this offensive line is. That's that's Burrow's got to learn to get rid of the ball a little quicker. But the way they run their offense, those outsized weapons, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, all these Taylor Boyd, they they're set for these deeper routes, double moves, stuff like that. Burrow needs to have the ball in his hand for two and a half to three and a half seconds. And he don't have two and a half to three and a half seconds. So I I think Kansas City should annihilate them. They should actually knock Burrow out of this game. I think Joe Mixon is not going to be a running threat in my mind. But I said a lot of this stuff last week. And the only thing that was true was Tennessee kicked the crap out of Burrow. They still lost the game. Uh, I... Today I would I would go I would go Chiefs and over in this game I think be, there will be a lot of points I think I think the Chiefs will put them away but again Kansas City always within three and the Chiefs never seem to want to blow people out so it's it's a scary scary number if if I had to go seven and a half I wouldn't do it six and a half I'm all in on Chiefs seven flat I'm 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 treading lightly but I'm still Chiefs
1: if this was another sport basketball uh, MMA boxing we would say the fight previous just tired out the individual or team and they'd say they put too much effort in the week before the fight before they don't have enough left in the tank for this next one kansas city is not that team because of all the athletes they have out there and all the playmakers they have so yeah after the performance we saw against kansas city and as of this taping and we're live and all that stuff that honey badgers expected to play And as much as Bill's fan wants to talk about Josh Allen, he was great. There's no argument that he wasn't great. The factor of how important and how valuable Tyron Matthew has been to Kansas City really isn't understood until we really take a step back and wonder: Okay, he was the one who helped them win a Super Bowl for the first time. He was the one, if you ignore all the pot he did in LSU and everywhere else, how different his career has been at Kansas City. And last week, it was noted throughout the broadcast, what's the difference if Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew is out there playing? If he's expected to go and Joe Burrow is looking to make some plays, he's got to be careful with him flying around there. But yeah, like, look, Cincinnati, when you you and I did a show at Mohawk County, we both talked about your Raiders. There was a really good argument to be made that Vegas could have won that game because of the constant choking of Cincinnati over the years in the playoffs. And maybe this Raider team had just overachieved and there was something different about it. Argument could have been made there. Cincinnati goes off on the road against the top seeded team in Tennessee with Derrick Henry as their running back, barely puts up any offense and finds a way to win. They found a way to win and hold on against the Raiders. That's probably going to be what we talk about till kickoff, too. Cincinnati has just found ways to win. The difference is Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, it's a lot more difficult to find those alleys and lanes to squeak out a victory over Kansas City, especially after what they did last week against Buffalo. Yeah, I mean –
0: yeah, like if you want to factor in last week's games, like you said, kids season track meet, all the emotions in the world, everything, blah, blah, blah. Going up against Josh Allen, who converts, what, four fourth downs. You go, like, wow, they got to be worn out. Oh, wait a minute. The Bengals just got body shotted for an entire game by Tennessee. You know, just beating the hell out of them, playing physical as all get out. They've got to be worn out. Uh, They'll be both teams will show up. the bell The bell will ring, and they will both start throwing hands. And I just think, to your point, Kansas City just got too much. They just got too much. Like Mahomes looks like Mahomes again. For a lot of the season, he did not look like Mahomes. He looks like Mahomes now.
1: It looks like Mike James has been mixing his Bailey's and coffee again. He says Jamar Chase three touchdowns tomorrow.
0: Is Is he like going to turn Madden on for all of us so we can see that, or is that just is that just for? uh just for him to see uh, Jamar chase could have a good game, but he's going to get shadowed. Like he, they, they, you saw them like finally started adjusting to what Cincinnati was doing late in that game that Kansas city lost to Cincinnati during the regular season. They finally started to adjust a little, little cover two, some more shadow stuff, all those things. But at the same time, like it's just not how you stay on your feet. Like that offensive line is beat down. Burrow is beat down. Jamar Chase is going to have to catch like five yard outs and turn them into touchdowns. If he's going to have three touchdowns. Plus, I mean, come on,
1: it's not going to happen. It's just not. Mike James is just trying to get attention at this point. Mike, I hope your wife goes into labor during the show right now before, (laughs) before the 90 minutes is up, please. We want a live feed of potentially your wife, who is days away from giving birth to your wonderful daughter. I hope it happens during the show. Give us a live update. If you're in the car, when the delivery could potentially be on the way, we want a live update of the, Birth of Mike James's daughter, which could be any second here, any day now. I want next week, I want you to be tweeting into the show from the hospital while the birth is happening. I want a live maybe set up, I'll set up a video camera. We could have all that happen. Uh, to Jamar Chase, by the way, too, did you hear the story out there this week that Chase was talking to the media and that Les Miles told him he wasn't good enough to play wide receiver at LSU? He said he didn't want him as a wide receiver. What
0: wanted to play D back? He was, or he was (laughs) that's. Les Miles, that's one of those ones that has to sting a little bit when you're thinking about it, right? I mean, come on. Like, I'm sure that people have whiffed before, but to whiff at that level where this kid is just the the man in college, sits out a year because of COVID, we all kind of joke around because he says that he can't see the football the same and he can't catch the football in the pros, and then proceeds to put up some of the best rookie numbers we've ever seen ever. Uh, yeah, like Go eat more grass off the field, less. Like that's 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 something's wrong, man. That that might be like turf poisoning or something. I don't know what's going on there. Well, that guys, uh, we are uh, we're here on a Saturday at multiple locations, and um, I just wanted to see if I could shake you because I know like you have to do that perfect, like that's the rules. <laughs> so I just changed. Let everybody know you farted. Uh, <laughs> 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 Nothing.
1: I will okay. not break. No, I will not do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's what some people don't realize too. Like you know this too. Sometimes, because we, we've we promoted so many people, it becomes habit. And I actually will close my eyes when I do it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. May, maybe that's the old days of sometimes I close <laughs> my eyes, knowing that someone will try to throw me off. Too many senses going at once won't work for me.
0: <laughs> uh, well, that's probably the best thing about being on camera now, is you don't, because it used to be creepy as all hell. I'd be sitting there trying to get your attention. i look over you are like, eh, blah, 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 <laughs> like with eyes closed. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hey, hey, get my head over here. Nothing, no. Uh, all right, so let's do, let's do our official picks for this weekend. I, I, the thing that's making me nervous is the public seems to be betting the exact same way as me, which is not the way I like to do things. So, you know, AFC conference championship game, 3 p.m. tomorrow, Bengals at Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are laying a touchdown on most books. 54 and a half is the total. And you know, Chalky McChalkerton over here wants to go a hundred percent in with lay the seven with the Chiefs over fifty-four and a half. I hate the Chiefs. I will always hate the Chiefs. The condiments. I, I if anybody's gonna let me down, it's them. But I just can't see. I can't see this going the other way.
1: I'm with you on the Chiefs. I like both of those plays. I want to get something more original, more different to. I can't. I, I totally agree on that. The only other thing I would potentially take here is Cincinnati first half. They're a four-point dog in the first half. There's a part of me that's like, okay, maybe that's where we can get Cincinnati. Maybe they can just be down by three. But the explosiveness of the Chiefs offense, that it could be three, and you're telling me if they got 45 seconds on the clock in the second, they're not going to take a deep ball to Tyree Kill or Travis Kelsey or something like that. That's the only other play I might consider, besides the two we just listed off there for Kansas City. Is Cincinnati keeping it within three in the first half? But Kansas City's too good. <laughs> that's that's yeah, the end of it. Right, and again, right. like we just said a few minutes ago, you could argue that the AFC title game was last week. That the best team they played in the AFC was last week. And this is wherever you rank Cincinnati, third, fourth, or fifth. Hell, you could argue this is Kansas City's easiest game in the postseason.
0: Yeah, and and here's the uh, here's the fun of it too, like. If I could find a prop bet for number of snaps Brandon Allen takes, I I would probably take the over because I think he's going to be just Joe Burrow cannot keep taking the abuse he's taking. Whether whether he gets knocked out of the game, whether whether it's you know they're they're getting their asses kicked and you know they're you know before all right I'm sorry I gotta I just got to pull him out of the game I just got to like the offensive coordinators over there going just dude, throw in the towel like just enough I don't want to see it anymore. Um, I just I think you might you might see Brandon Allen. There might be a Brandon Allen sighting in tomorrow's game. Would not be shocked by it. 6:30. You got the 49ers at the Rams. Rams are a three and a half point favorite. 45 and a half is the total in most folks. And um, I just saw a stat from the NFL Network that since 2002, three times the um, conference championship game for the NFC has been the West teams. No, I'm sorry. For, um, they've been teams in their, their own their own conference. Ah, okay. Every time that has happened, the team that's won that has gone on to win the Super Bowl. Seahawks over Niners, Packers over whoever the hell that was, Vikings, I think it was, whatever it was. And on a, So three times it's happened since 2002, and three times it's been a Super Bowl champion. So when you pick this game, you might be picking the winner of the Super Bowl. It cannot go more than a field goal against the Niners with the Rams three and a half I take seriously dog you're, you're...
1: <laughs> the dogs are barking Leveque right. that he wants the <laughs> Niners the
0: well I'm gonna I'm gonna bet the Niners plus three and a half I love the under in this game um if I was really really hoping that everyone was gonna start piling on you know the other way so that I could get a little two and a half action get a middle you know bet bet uh bet the Rams you know Minus two and a half, about the Niners plus three and a half just never came to fruition. Doesn't really look like it's going to happen, but uh, I'll take the Niners to cover. I'll take the Rams on the money line.
1: Man, two for two. The three right. and a half scares right. me. Right. So we're I can see, right. <laughs> <laughs> see this going down to the fourth quarter back and forth, and I think a lot of people don't realize what we've talked about, about that Niners six wins in a row over L.A., it just is a stat that the East Coast fans don't follow as much. But knowing that stat, knowing the divisions, Niners is a better play to cover in this game, and this is also a fun game if you want to play some fantasy prop bets on DraftKings. I can't keep my eyes off these. I've been looking at these all week. So yeah. Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel, both explosive players, any time to get in the end zone. Minus one ten for Debo, minus one fifty for Cooper Cup. And here's a fun one: first score. Odell Beckham Jr., plus 900. Odell's been on fire. Oh, well, you Odell's know they're going to feed him.
0: The only way to keep him happy is to feed him.
1: Plus 900 Sorry, for Odell to be the first one on the go. board? I love I yeah. love that play. So um, I'm going to try to figure out ways to parlay that. I don't know if it actually will allow me to do that same-game parlay. He's got to play with all that. I might just toss a few dollars on those bets and see if I can get a nice payout oh, on one of those.
0: There's a lot of them like like doing promotions with same-game parlays. So you can get it like the only thing I I found that it won't let me do a lot of times is, you know, a team with the spread and then the money line of that, of that team. Like that's the only one I find that you get a lot of trouble with, but with the prop bets, I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. So I'm sure one of them will, you know, you you know, it is what it is. I just, I'm still nervous about it. Luckily I'm up. I'm playing with house money. I'm either going to take down a good amount of, of cash or dog lay down somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> what the hell, he's going nuts. My Dodge game home. That's why I shot with America. Um But he's freaking out. Um I, I just I'm nervous because I could I could legitimately see a scenario where when we were at Tech East on Tuesday and we're going, Wow, can't believe the Bengals played such a perfect game and, and it happened to upset and wow, look at like Niners did it again. It should be Rams Chiefs. I predicted it before the season started. I feel pretty good about it, but this is the NFL any given Sunday. I'm not, I'm not going big. I'm not gonna go big. I'm not gonna go in my own pocket. I can tell you that right now. It's not gonna happen.
1: I'm also done taking advice from Twitter. Some of you are sending me too many picks on Twitter. And anytime someone sends me a pick, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take that. Oh, I'm like that. that the 25 cent bet, 50 cent bet. I feel like I'm at Saratoga dropping 10 cent super effective. <laughs> uh, if he's watching, Jeffrey on Twitter said, God's lock of the century, Lehigh minus four and a half on a Friday at five PM. I'm like, how the hell do you know about Lehigh on a Friday at 5 p.m.? Of course, it missed. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Enough of the Twitter suggestions on gambling. I'm gonna figure it out. Wagering, wagering, investing. So
0: I mean, you can you can gamble now. You can be responsible. Don't don't you know bet with your head. Don't don't bet over it. And uh, you know, one eight hundred gambler, can you need help? That's, that's how you do it. You know, that's, that's that's it. Have some fun out there. I'm looking at some of these comments that are coming in, and it's just like uh, Mike James feed the dog. I fed the dog, Mike. I fed the dog. Don't worry about you worry about you. I'll worry about my dog. Okay? All right? How about that? Corey, how come in separate locations? I thought you were going to Gaza's house. It's snowing, Corey. Okay. Is the show without as good to you without me sitting there scaring the hell out of Gaza's kid? Sorry. That's just what do you what do you want? It's yeah you you're evil, Corey. You just want to see you want to see little Rex Goslowski crying. That's what you want, because you're evil. How little could you, Corey? Yeah. Yeah. We're on you, freak. Freak. Um, also going to parlay both teams tomorrow too, and hope that I win. That's that's what I'm, that's what I'm going with. What do you want to do, man? Just keep going. I'm, I'm hungover. Uh, and, I want to I want to do this going. if you
1: don't mind. Can can yeah. uh, how, I? know you had a few adult beverages last night, but how do you sleep after all of that,
0: dude? I slept phenomenal. And actually, it's funny. I was at the Siena game. Siena beat Niagara last night. Great job, Saints. And um, this guy who hadn't seen it forever. Walks up and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Good, man. Good." And, you know, I'm like trying to remember last time I saw him. Whatever, what he might want to talk about. And sure enough, he goes still doing that sleep thing, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I try to sleep every day. Um, and he's he's like, no, no, that that that, that mask. I'm like, not a mask. The Integrated Sleep Center involves a spa, Doctor. Fred Dreer, It's a mouthpiece, keeps my airway open. And he goes, mouthpiece, huh? What about the mask? I'm like, I don't have the mask. He goes, I couldn't use the mask. He just keeps going. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, it's not a mask, it's a mouthpiece. It took me like a week to get used to it. Um, he goes, yeah, adjust that thing a lot. I'm like, well, you know, every once in a while, I you know, I get a call from doctor and the crew over at the Integrative Sleep Center that I need to come in and you know, make sure it's it's fit right. Then they do a couple little things and it's I'm good to go. It's not a mask. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, just just call five one eight 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 five six one eight five. Call 6185 Dr. Fred and in the Integrative Sleep Center helping me sleep better. Help you sleep better too with a mouthpiece, not a mask. And he's like, "Oh, thanks." And he leaves. And then uh, Mike Corda and uh, his lovely wife Gina and his lovely, lovely daughter. We call her 2.0 because she's she's him, the next generation of him. They're all laughing, and I go, "24 years of radio, 24 years of radio, part of multiple championship teams, one way or another." And all anyone knows me for is a, is is a sleep mask that I don't wear. It's a mouthpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I'm like I'm like uh, finally got nominated. Guys, like I get nominated for that Times Junior Best of the Best poll. Uh, you 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 think you think they would have nominated me for best uh, sleep guy? Like you know that that's that's where I should be. Best sleep spokesman. That's all anybody knows me about is me and Doctor Ear. We're we're joined for life
1: now. Which, by the way, I forgot to leave our link this week. You go back and vote for us. Nominate. Very appreciate if you decide to vote for us for best local media personalities on the best of the best for the time you twenty twenty two. Go out there and nominate. Thank you for the support.
0: Did you see your uh, your boys leaving? He's another another sports guy going to to the to the news anchor role.
1: We talk Fantasy's Host Chet Davis doing a little wake up two thirty in the morning. Yeah, Chet gave me the heads up. He's like, hey, don't tell anybody. I want to. We're going to announce it during uh, Jack's. Uh, sign off. Shout out to Jack Lamson, by the way. Awesome guy, man. Yeah, where's best going? of luck. He's, he's gonna go brew beer some now? beer, man. He's an award-winning That's brewer. It? Yeah, He's he gave us an invite. He told me, hey, whenever you guys want to come to the brewery, you just shoot me a text. So, uh shout out to Jack doing that.
0: Why did he, he didn't you tell me that? He told I me. To I, I would have went. I would have went. <laughs> now I don't want to go. We will.
1: We will still go. No, no, we will no, go.
0: No, not. Nope. Nope. My feelings are hurt. That's it. Evil little ginger. Oh, <laughs> <All> <laughs> right, up, doing that. Yeah. By the way, get ready for that
1: 230 wake up chat. Enjoy that.
0: Yeah. Well, dude, but that means he's done by like two thirty in the afternoon. he that's the good life right there. Out swinging the golf clubs, having a fun time. Come on. Celebrity. People will know him for more than sleep masks and and mouthpieces. It'll be good for him. <laughs> He'll love it. Um good for the Giants. They get Brian Dable in as their, their new head coach at, just after bringing in uh, a boy named Shane. To be the GM, both from the Bills organization, I like that. I like this synergy of bringing in guys you know work well together. Um, what do you think, Dable? The guy, I I think it's your best chance to see what you've got with uh, with Daniel Jones.
1: Cashed in. Brian Dable may never be a hotter candidate in the history of his career than he is right now because of the success of Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills offense and how great that offense battled against Kansas City. So. If he was ever going to take a job, if he was ever going to be a head coach, this is the hottest he's ever going to be. This his resume doesn't look better than it does right now, and he's got a really good resume. Couple stints with the Patriots, right? Did his yep. thing out there. Did his thing in Alabama. Good for him. Uh, if you're a Giant fan, although saying those two things out loud again, connections to the Patriots, connections to Alabama is a very similar resume to Joe Judge, and when he was hired as the Giants head coach. The biggest difference, though, and this is just how his career went, Dable now has to back it up. Hey, look what I just did in Buffalo. And this goes further back. This goes back to Ben McAdoo. This goes back to Pat Shermer. In, In comparison to them, like Pat Shermer had the Keenum Viking offense, and McAdoo had the Giant offense. But the Bills is better than all of those. Like what Buffalo did there is far better than what we've seen in the past candidates that the Giants have brought in. So now you've got a guy who has a really good offense, has a really good background, and you hope after ranking 31st last season in offense, he can fix it. And there are rumors out there of how his staffs going to come together, but just Brian Dayball, let's see what happens. I think it's pretty cool. I think a New York sports fan should be excited about that because now the Giants are going to be more watchable. And the next question will probably turn to who's gonna be the quarterback, whether or not we believe Joe Shane and Dayball that uh it's gonna be Daniel Jones. I don't believe that as much as they were trying trying to fight off reporters for storylines for the next two and a half months.
0: Well, I think it could be for this year, because who else are you gonna get? You know what I mean? Like who's who's the guy that that you just that blows your mind? I look at these two and I hope that they were taking copious amounts of notes while being in McDermott we're building this build team because the bills were a train wreck when those guys got there and they they had a plan and they, it succeeded faster than they thought it would. So I don't need you to succeed faster than you thought you would for, for Shane and, and, and Abel. I want you to have a plan and to build the way they built, you know, get, get me that offensive line, get me that defensive line, go trenches out. If there's a guy like a Josh Allen out there or you see that, it, it, maybe it's Daniel Jones. I don't know. Do that. Develop him. Bring in the pieces that you need. You Diggs that you know is being underutilized where he is. Or, like, at that point, Diggs was known as, like, a, the best bad ball catcher in the NFL. His catch radius was greater than anybody else's. Hey, you know what will make Josh Allen look a lot better? A guy who's going to catch anything that's within five yards of him. So, do those things, do exactly what they did in Buffalo while you were there. Now, do it at MetLife for the Giants, make them a contender, and then win. Everything's good after that. Like, just don't be a laughing stock anymore.
1: There you go. You know, you so the connection right there between Shane and Zabal they've worked together before, they've saw the success, they've built the formula. Okay, we saw what happened here, and you know what? As good as Buffalo has been, here's the fun part about this, too. There probably were some mistakes that we don't notice as much now because they're winning that also Dave All and Shane probably are going to learn from. Okay, here's what we did really well in Buffalo. Here's what we better make sure we never do again when we're now here with the New York Giants. And when you look at the NFC East overall, it's still a really winnable division. You know, Washington's going to be making a change at quarterback. Philadelphia's got some really good draft picks on the way. (laughs) You got me on that one. And and then (laughs) Dallas, what they're going to have coming forward Look, you know what? I take that back. It's not winnable in 2022. You probably are a year or two away depending on what's going to happen with some of these franchises. But playoffs are more likely. It all depends on what you're going to do with that offense, though. you got to find, say, Quan Barkley, Kenny Galladay. Has he done that for one season? There's still some huge changes that like, are going to need to be made across the board of those skilled guys for Big Blue.
0: I don't think you can completely write off next season. Cause there is some talent there. You know what I mean? There's there, it really is going to come down to what, do you, how quick can you implement your systems next year, Um, Like how quickly can you put things the way you want them to be? Because they have talent. There's talent on the giants, not enough to go out and just completely flip the NFC East and all that stuff. But there's there's got to be enough out there to get to you know close to 500, a little over 500, since you can't do flat out 500 records anymore. I, I would if if Dale Jones responds to the coaching, and even if you just turn him into a bridge quarterback, you could be a a, a piece that's contending for that seventh playoff spot. Why not seven? It's extra. Goss doesn't agree or is he or is his phone did, did you did that break are you done did i lose you i noticed all right so before we get everyone on Goss was having trouble with his headphones and i think he's having trouble with his headphones again or or he really did fart one of the one of the two things is possible yeah look at him. i love watching him he's like all right so for those of you listening right now and not able to watch it live on the techies fire and water restoration stream godzilla media's youtube you're watching guys attempt to figure out how to plug his own headphones in, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, he said, "Give me lost my lost my headphones. Give me two minutes." <laughs> Look, at, I hope you're watching. This. If you're listening to this, you have to you have to go back and watch afterwards to see guys attempt to figure out technology. It's it's legitimately like the scene um, in Zoolander when he when they're trying to break the computer to get the files out. Like watching him try to figure this out is my favorite thing I've seen in so, so long. I just, I think I'm just going to do play-by-play. At this moment, his large head continues to get closer and farther away from the camera as he looks more and more confused He cannot hear. Headphones are gone. His headphones are gone. It's the look of disappointment, dismay, and despair on the face of God. Uh, This professional broadcaster, media mogul. Owns his own broadcast company, Godzilla Media. Can't get a pair of headphones to work. He is he is upset. It's, even Camo's upset. He's behind me now. The dog. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna to do the rest of the show without him. It'll be funny for me just to keep going. Um, <laughs> I wanted to see what he thought about the Raiders. I really did. Oh he, he oh he's gone. He disconnected. Okay, all right, so it's Levac and Camo now for the show. Levac and Camo. I'm
1: back. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. sorry. Camo. Oh. Camel, guys
0: want his job back. You can't have his job.
1: I feel awful about that. So I'm back. Uh, for those who watch on the video side, you can just see me scrambling. That should just be a two-minute oh, I was shot. doing play-by-play. Play. I did full play-by-play. Oh, yeah. Play. yeah. Yeah.
0: I did full play-by-play, play, so we're good to go. Even Camel came over to jump in and help out. So, I
1: just I just uh, see people like now in the comments just laughing away. <laughs> there you go. He's got two minutes of me scrambling like an idiot. So uh yes, Brian able, I think Giants fans should be excited. I think Giants you probably already said all of this. Giants fans there yeah. there's hope now. You've got to get I, know, I, just, I
0: I literally spent the last two minutes giving play by play for anybody who's listening to this on like Spotify or whatever, so they could see just how how out of out of your depth you are when it comes to the to the technology of any variety.
1: <laughs> you got to see it live in person uh dump daniel jones he stinks go get somebody else he's horrible yeah,
0: i don't think he stinks It's worse he, with I... me
1: with headphones daniel jones all right well that's just mean now you're just being now you're just who tweeted weird. out gaza struggling with his headphones i see now our watchers are just continuing to increase you're all sick and mean people why are more people watching now who shared this with their friends and said look at that monkey over there look at that idiot that chimpanzee banging on his headphones my God! Enough! Okay, some of you need to stop watching. <laughs> my God, why does the number keep going up? Who did you? Are you on your phone texting people right now? No. Oh my God, I thought you were sending a mass text. Look at Gus struggle.
0: Right, I'm just getting more and more people are just noticing it. Like you know, <laughs> why do these numbers keep going up? Yeah, you like it's oh, just man. it's nice to it's nice to see. People realize like just how much you don't know anything, you know. I mean, when it comes to that stuff, I said the guy. The guy owns Godzilla Media, and he can't plug in his own damn headphones. It's just Here's terrible. the happened with the headphones.
1: I just said to this, to vac before we actually connected. I got a brand new set of headphones before uh, like a week or two ago. And I used it for one day. I don't want to blame my son, but I will because he can't read and he can't hear this. He doesn't have <laughs> You can't he, blame the kid. He took my headphones and smashed them. So it only worked on one side. I'm like, what the hell? Where, where'd my left side of my headphones go? And then now I plugged them in and they don't even work. So I, I'm going to hold this up to the screen if you can see this. Look at this like knot that's in my headphones. Look at this thing. It's like a piece of spaghetti that's going on in my headphones right now. That I'm holding it like this. So. Technology stings. You know who doesn't stink, though? Mohawk Honda. Great people at Mohawk Honda in the Mohawk family. We have an event coming up, Levesque, Uh February 10th, you and I will be broadcasting live for Mohawk Honda. You and I live there, getting you ready for the big game. And also Wednesday, February 9th at noon. I will be judging Tour de Wings, the best wings in the capital region. If you want to nominate your favorite wing place in the capital region, head over to Mohawk Chevrolet's Facebook page, nominate your favorites, and who knows, they might be crowned the best wings in the capital region. Again, Mohawk Chevrolet's Facebook page, taking suggestions for what you think might be the best wings in the capital region. January's here, February's just around the corner. What a great Valentine's Day gift! The person in your life who you love, a brand new vehicle. Inventory is always great. People you can trust during the carbine experience, and people you're gonna love. Oh, that's that nice. They're gonna love them during the carbine experience because people you can trust ride you're gonna enjoy for years to come. Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet. We love the Mohawk family. Oh, so much love here. They always go out of their way to please you.
0: Yes, yeah. I'm telling you right now. I I, I buy you a car for a Valentine's Day date. That better end how I decide it ends. Okay, at that point, <laughs> at that point, that's what I'm saying. Um, Do you see some of
1: these comments going? <laughs>
0: I just have you have you been watching the banners? <laughs>
1: I've been watching the band, John Dingy, yeah, guys colored his hair. It does look a little, it looks a little orangish. It doesn't look, it looks, it looks amber. I
0: think, I think what happened is when you started, uh, you showed a lack of a soul by blaming your child for stuff, you uh, you turned ginger right in front of everybody. It happened.
1: <laughs> the lighting so. in here is strange. Although, I get nervous yeah. about the child having red hair, sometimes I think he might. What, what up boys you, from football did, you mailman, did your are. mailman have red hair or? no nobody in my family has red hair no oh good morning from jamie there she is hello jamie um
0: yeah what's up good morning
1: uh jamie let me know sorry. what you think about the graphics I, i've trying to be an artiste like you i don't know if it paid off well <laughs> do you want to read that for the audio audience that last banner
0: yeah. <laughs> Cos is now a ginger <laughs> <laughs> No, these are, you have to watch to get the banner out. That's it. Like, because it was Gos has blamed the small child for his actions. Now Gos is now a ginger. Goss farted. Goss farted again. That's a, <laughs> there you go. So it, that's, I'll tweet this out. Really Why up. are
1: people thinking my hair is now red?
0: It it does. It looks it, it looks like it must be the lighting in that room because it does look a little different. Um, all right. So the Giants have their coach. Bears have uh, Matt Eberflus which is, you know, good for them, I suppose. Um, I'm trying to think, who else? Has anybody else? That's it, right? The Raiders Nathaniel are interviewing Nathaniel Hackett,
1: LeVac, the Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah, what a bizarre yeah. world. That, if you don't remember Nathaniel Hackett for upstate New York fans, Nathaniel Hackett, the former offensive coordinator for the Syracuse Orange under Doug Marone, former offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, got fired as the OC at the Jacksonville Jaguars. So you get fired as the offensive coordinator for the Jags, and now you're the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Bizarre well,
0: because well, because allegedly he is going to um, bring Aaron Rodgers with him, so he'll have because because of his Green Bay time, he'll he'll get Aaron Aaron Rodgers going to jump in with him. They're going to be they he just he's going to open the door, and Aaron Rodgers is going to join the Denver Broncos. Just poof, in here you go. That's
1: a nice shot by Denver. <laughs> Although all I hear about Nathaniel Hackett is how smart he is, how smart he is. Right. I don't trust the guy who goes by Nathaniel. Why is he Nate?
0: Right. Well, Well. also, like, if, if Hackett was part of Green Bay, doesn't Rogers hate Green Bay? Like, I, is that like, is he the one guy in Green Bay that he liked? Is that how we're doing this? Is that, It just doesn't. I know that Aaron Rodgers is going to end up in Denver because that's what's worse for me as a as a as a Raiders fan. To have a division with uh where where Justin Herbert's the worst quarterback that you face. <laughs> Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert. Like Carr's a g- very good quarterback. He would be the fourth best quarterback in that in that conference at that point. Like he would be it, it would be not even close. Well, I think he's still I still like him a little better than Herbert because I think Herbert still makes some stupid bonehead moves. But that's that would be terrifying. The two guys who who should be MVP or at least in the conversation for MVP each and every year would be in the Raiders conference. Yay! That sounds so much fun. Let's go Division, Yay! I love it. Yay! And then the Raiders are going to bring in potentially my best friend, Josh Daniel. Like we're we got that going for us, you know, which is nice. Ready to go.
1: I think look but. at that—the perfect segue right there. Back to the football in the Note guys. Want to know what your thoughts on that?
0: Um, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I think it's a matter of if if it goes the way they're talking about, where it's Ziggler and and McDaniel's, and it's and it's one of those things where you're you're sitting there and you have a system that you're bringing in together, a synergy of the two sides. Then I think it could be very very good, especially since you already have your quarterback. But at the same time, we've seen we've seen Josh McDaniel's act before you know, he traded up to get Tim Tebow to be his quarterback had a playoff game. Okay, fine. But like, I don't need somebody who, who didn't learn from that. So did he learn enough that he's going to do that? Um, is this another Indianapolis situation where he's attempting to, you know, push along the, you know, the, the agreement we all assume that he has where he's the heir apparent, he's the coach in waiting for new England. I don't know. I just, uh, I don't think it's going to be Harbaugh anymore. I think I think that's done. So Josh McDaniels is, you know, somebody everybody always talks about. Let's give it a run. Let's see what happens. You can bring in a whole front office together and they work well together. It'll be a good thing.
1: I don't believe it. I don't get it. No. I don't, not, it doesn't make sense to me. I, do I think Josh McDaniels could be a good coach in the NFL? Sure. I think he's had a long enough resume. I just don't get what happened between. The Colts and the Raiders, and if it's money, like you said, like if it's just flat out money, the contract is just so stupid. Then and that's it. Fine. Okay. Then just take the money and go. I just look at that McDaniels situation and wonder. And it, maybe it's because I'm a Syracuse guy, and I think about Bayheim and Mike Hopkins, where everyone gets that he's the coach and waiting, right? Like, isn't this understood that whenever Belichick goes, that McDaniel's is going to be the guy? Maybe the co- competitor in McDaniel's just says like, I'm done waiting. Like Mike Hopkins, right. this the Mike Hopkins thing happened in like, God, I want to make sure I get this right, 2000. Fourteen, it was announced he was going to be the successor and by the time the scandal kind of went down with fab Mel, the late Fabella was 2017 and it's 2022 so hopkins would have been waiting like seven years if even eight years he's like i'm not waiting anymore so maybe there's a combination of belichick is doing this a lot longer than we realize
0: yeah well also like at what point do you not believe he's leaving you know what i mean like was there was there a conversation like hey once Tom leaves, I'm leaving, or I need to prove I can do this without Tom or whatever, and then it's like, okay, you proved it. You, you brought us right back to the playoffs. You we're, It's time to go now, and he's like, nah, I need to win a Super Bowl. Okay, well, you know what? Vegas is going to give me big money. I'm going to Vegas. Uh, that's I mean, it could be that, but it, I wasn't thinking of him at all. I, I did not think that he was the guy. I didn't want Eric be enemy because obviously there's something wrong with him that no one's really no one's everybody talked to him, nobody hired him. Um, I didn't want the the reach on the um, Jared Mayo, Jerome Mayo there. Like I didn't want that. I feel like that's a reach. I feel like he's gonna be a head coach. But I, I feel like right now he's getting those like courtesy interviews and then a year or two from now he'll be the head coach somewhere. I would have loved Flores. Like I think that guy would be hysterical in Vegas because he wouldn't be hysterical. You know, everybody else is freaking out. And he's what's happening. We won a game. What's happening? We lost a game. Anything else? Nope.
1: Hey, knock it off in there. Are you I, the I guess surprised? Maybe it's not the best way to put but Usually, there's like a huge college candidate that's always rumored every year. You know, we could go through the list of Urban Meyer and Matt Rule. We get like every year this. Do you think the lack of success of Urban Meyer and Matt Rule, although still employed by the Panthers, is going to have waves of effects for more years than we realize. Nine nine head coaching vacancies. I haven't heard one college coach mentioned for a single vacancy of the nine. Um, no, cause
0: They're all moving and taking other other college jobs, <laughs> I think is what it comes down to. I don't think <laughs> – wow, I don't know who wrote that one. Guys always find a way to bring up Syracuse. That's a, that's a good point, though. I <laughs> wish I had thought of that. Um, no, they're, they're, like most of the college coaches took bigger college programs. The only college coach that was even being talked about was Harbaugh. And I don't really know. I don't, I don't know if he was even serious or, or if he, maybe he is, maybe, maybe it's one of those situations where last minute we'll hear he's taking the, the Vegas job, but he's obviously not going to the bears. So what's, who is the other guy in the, at the college ranks that you would want?
1: I was going to say Dabo Sweeney, but Dabo, I mean, he just, he just screams college. Saban's going to stay in college. Uh, yeah, I, nobody really jumping out to me off the top of my head right now that would fit or a style or anything else like that. Ryan Dade, Ohio State's probably probably a really sweet gig.
0: Yeah. yeah. And he's coming off a, right. like a, oh, kind of a down year for him. You know, like, it, um, Dabo Sweeney, what would be more Raiders than drafting every Clemson player? And then drafting a coach that would be very <laughs> Ravens. So I could see that still, but it, it's I think like if you go through the, the jobs, what there's there's what six open now. So there's six head coaching jobs open right now. You know, so all right, Nathaniel Hackett to the Broncos, Matt Eberflus to the Bears, Brian Dable to the to the Giants. So most likely you're looking at what Brian Flores to the Texans. What, where's he going now? There's, I don't even know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's too. This is too tough to figure out where they're going to go because now it's about contracts and styles and behind the hell. Joshua Counts right. out there somewhere getting rumored that this is where the reporters, the right. Schefters, the Glazers, the us This is where you guys go make your money. Ian before go make your money. This is how you earn it right now.
0: That's. I mean, that's the thing too. So the Texas Joshua Counts probably you don't you don't interview him two years in a row, or you know, and not and not have a serious thing for him. Um, it looked like Brian Dable was going to the Dolphins. That's obviously not going to happen. Dan Quinn pulled his name out of everything. Byron Leftwich is supposed to be going to the Jags. Like there's, there's, it's, it's an interesting year, the way things are shaking out. And I wouldn't mind the Raiders picking somebody up now. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to be the one who goes, Oh crap. Everybody else got hired. Like your last one standing as a dance. with I want to dance with all of a sudden, you know, a chick who looks like me is looking at you. You know, like, you know, I don't want that. I don't. I don't need that at all. So let's go ahead and whoever, if it's McDaniels, if it's if it's Harbaugh, whoever it is, let's go ahead, Raiders. Let's go ahead and get that done. Can we? Please, thank you. Well, Vac,
1: I, I I'm rooting for your ears. I we got a quick local story. I want to hit on. just because you mentioned you were at CNA yesterday. You saw the Saints play. They grabbed that big victory over Niagara over Greg Pauls and his squad. I feel like there's a lot of things going on locally, but we have to at least address this story. And I don't know how tapped in you are to this. I've been making some calls. Union RPI is today. At the MVP arena, hockey, we know how big it is here in the capital region, especially this rivalry. If you missed it, Union Hockey can now offer scholarships to their players, which is a huge plus for their program. But someone you and I have both interviewed, Rick Bennett, has now resigned as the head coach of Union. Uh, Reports are speculating its coaching philosophies. He was placed on administrative leave. Uh, I know it's dangerous to speculate, but I think we just need to offer our perspective. For those who don't know, because we've interviewed him a bunch, what do you make of this story locally that's huge involving the union hockey coach residing and your past experiences with Coach Bennett?
0: I don't have set data on what happened. I've heard about what you've heard. A couple of my friends who were reporting on it refused to even speculate to me because any of their sources were you know, hearsay. And it's like one of those things where it's like, but it what's just us talking. I don't even have a show anymore. And the, no, you know what? It's just not, it's not, it's not right to say what we're hearing. Just, we remind have, just remind them they do have, just remind them you do have a show, But Well, no, I mean, like, the, <laughs> the, the that, I mean, you know, is it, you know you're I more mean, than welcome
1: to break it here if you want, but go ahead. Uh,
0: well, no, I'm just saying, like, I wasn't going to do it, like, plus you say it that way, and then you know, there's a chance they actually open their mouth. Um, <laughs> no, so I don't have it. But I, I, you know, he's a, he's a tough guy. Like, we've, we've had him in the sit across from us. We've had him over the phone. He's not, he's old school to the point of um, aggressive. He's an aggressive, he's an aggressive dude. You know what I mean? So uh, I would not, I would not doubt that he said or did something that isn't acceptable in modern day athletics. Um, But at the same time, I don't have it. I don't know what it was. I also think a lot of it is you're another year away from winning, you know, the national championship, which means you're you're, acting, you're getting tired. You know, if they're if they're in the Frozen Four every year, you know that's people turn a blind eye. But when you're not in the Frozen Four every year, now you gotta now you gotta dance to the same beat of everybody else. I have been sent probably sixteen quotes from guys who used to play for them that I like know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, and they're both the meanest things that someone's ever allegedly said. And some of them are the funniest things I've ever read. I wouldn't want them said to me or about me, but at the same time, when I see them it's like, Oh yeah. One time I was, I was told I was useless as a nun. I went, I'm going to use that. I'm going to say that to somebody. I'm, I'm sorry. It's terrible, but it's also funny to me. So but again, this is not being said to me. It's not being yelled at me across the ice. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's all speculation. I, I he's yeah, I've never had an issue with him. Like, you know, he's again tough. He's not he's not dropping one liners, you know, at, at, at dinner, but he was a winning coach. And and as somebody who, who doesn't know if any of these accusations are real, just knows that he stepped down. Um, you know, I hope whatever it is, I hope whoever it was, they're all everybody's okay. And Union gets back to being a, a winning you know, championship
1: program. I know this goes further back than six years, but just from my perspective, since I moved out of the Capital Region, it always feels like stories like this, something is missing or fishy or doesn't, especially like the last three years, right? Like the story involving Coach Will Brown and what happened to UAlbany and Jimmy Patsos at Siena, although that was a little bit different because details were leaking out. Like there are certain stories locally, especially in the sports world, how like look at all the changes that have happened whether we want Allie jackson Sienna, uh, Jamie and Christian, and Coach Carr. Like, there's been a lot, a lot of coaching changes across the Capital Region for this market over the last five to six years, which sounds wild to think about. The Rick Bennett thing, you you touched on there. Old school dude for people who don't know him in his background. But I think a better way to compare this locally would be like this. Okay, wherever you live, right? Let's say Duke, North Carolina. Biggest rivalry there locally. And then all of a sudden, before the game, Roy Williams gets canned. D- don't take it as, as if Rick Bennett's Roy Williams. Take it more of, hang on a second. What? Our biggest event of the year, where our most alumni are coming to the event, we're going to have the story of the game not be about the game, but instead of be about the coach, we just let go or resign or however you want to phrase it. So why is that happening? You would think people who cover the team, right? Like uh, a Sean Martin or a Ken Shot or whoever it is. Hell, uh, Gardner Royce, who's on CBS. You guys know the names of the people. Liana, right. Liana shout out to our friend Liana Bonavita, who got the first right. call with Rick Bennett. He was up on ABC last night talking to Liana and the whole crew over there, Griffin and everybody, Jared Phillips and everybody else. So why? why, Like what? what is the thought process behind letting Rick Bennett go the day before the biggest game of the year? The only thing that even makes sense is – They think unions, they're so confident that unions going to win that the athletic department says, look, we didn't need them. And we have changes coming with scholarships and our football teams go. That must be it. Look, the fact that we don't have a detail of what exactly was said is wild to me that no one's figured it out. But it also, the timing of this is bizarre, bizarre.
0: Well, anyway, his contract's up soon. My cousin just hit me up. She's like, you know, his contract's up next year anyway. So maybe it's. Maybe it's just one of those, hey, are you gonna re up me? No, you said and did this. Okay. I'm gonna leave then. Okay. Don't don't let the ice rink door hit you where the good Lord split you, pal. Beat it. I, I could, who knows? Like I said, I, I don't I don't have anything negative to say about him. I don't. I, I you know I did I didn't have him I didn't we didn't have him on the show a lot because he he's he's not a great interview. You know what I mean? He's he's a he's he's a he's a hockey guy. He's not here to he's not here to drop one liners, he's not like if you want to go play tough, hard nose winning hockey, you go play for for Rick Bennett. If you want that to be you know courted, recruited, have have a guy with a you know a stellar outgoing personality and who's going to treat you nice and tell you you're pretty, you don't go play for Rick Bennett. That's just that's just what I've seen in in years of dealing with him. So I, I think you know who he is when you go play for him too. I can't imagine he's a guy who sits across from you in your living room and goes, no, we're gonna every. Every Tuesday is Tulip Tuesday. I leave fresh flowers in your locker and everything. And then you show up here, and he's a he's hard-nosed SOB. I think he sits across me and goes, you want to win? You want to play hard? You want me, want me to make you a better, stronger man? I'm your guy. You want somebody to to coddle you? You may want to go play somewhere else. And so that's, I, those are the ones that always get to me, like, like Bobby Knight. Like, obviously, he was, you know, way too far, bad person, whatever. You knew who he was when you went and played for him. You knew who he was, and you right. you chose to go play for him. And then you were shocked when he threw a chair at you? I'm sorry. Maybe it's not the right thing to do. Don't get me wrong. But you knew who he was. Go play somewhere else. If you're being recruited by him, you're being recruited by somebody else. Go play somewhere else. I, I just uh, – uh, wait. That lion uh, ripped my arm off. It's a lion. <laughs> don't mess with it. It's a tiger king. I got, I got mauled by a tiger. Stop effing with tigers.
1: Joey <laughs> Joey Exotic got a year off of his prison sentence, by the way. 22 to 21 years for Joey. How, wait, how long is he going to be? 21 year years. Off? He appealed this case. Now they knocked it off from 22 years to 21 years for Joe Exotic. What's the difference? <laughs> come on, <laughs> that lawyers. Come on. What, what, what did Joe Exotic do? The lawyers knocked one year off. Well, that and I could have walked in there, got a year off. Like, look, come on. He just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like going 22 to 21 years is pleased. <laughs> yeah. hey, and then, man, man, please have it be uh, uh, one year less. Yeah, fine, whatever. Uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Will you leave? Will you stop talking to me? Yeah, go ahead. One year appeal. That's almost the judge saying F you. Yep, you make a good argument. Oh, great. Because short your sentence. Awesome. How long? One year. F you. <laughs> that's, that's such a dick move. I love it. I could have a kill exotic. But how many straight meth head guys are going to have someone to date now? Like, he's got to get out of jail so all those straight meth heads can start g- turning gay like they did in the first season of the entire game.
1: <laughs> I had a graphic up here that I was going to write. Oh, man, I can't figure out how to spell exotic. How about be butchering this? Oh, I got it. All right. Yeah, there's a dumb joke. Right, a joke. <laughs> <to> uh, <laughs> uh, any Empire news this week? Anything exciting going on with Empire? I know we just touched on Sienna. Anything cool inside the Albany? I-, I like when you give us some little scoops behind the scenes here on these weekend podcasts.
0: Uh, yeah. So I'll tell you this. We are finalizing the new uniforms. Um, as soon as we have those, we'll do a uniform reveal. Um, both of the players and the Ampersons, both getting new, new, uh, new, new gear this year and, uh, stay tuned because there is a lot, there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of things on the way. Uh, we are going to, uh, announce the official open tryout soon and then camp starts in April 23rd. Get your popcorn ready. Season tickets available now. Call Matt Woods 518-714-2200, extension 101.
1: I like it. All right. I wanted more out about that, but I like that. That's a very good answer. Shout out to Matt Wood's Hobart Zone. I got three stories I want to end with. Usually I got one. I got three. One involves somebody we've interviewed before, and I feel like we're in a very minority opinion on this. I'll get to that in a second. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy. It's January. February's coming. What are you doing in your home to make sure it's safe? Like maybe, for instance, you have a leak in one of your pipes in your basement. You have no idea why it's leaking. And you're like, uh, what do I do? Huh? Help me. And then you call 518-272-5922. 518 272 two, seven, two, five, nine, two, two. You hit two. You say, Tom, why is my pipe leaking? Can you help me? Like, I feel like I'm saying this because it happened to me. I didn't know what was going on. I have a bucket in my basement, but luckily I have Johnstone supply in Troy to tell me reasons of guys. This is why your pipes are leaking. You should probably check on that. Do that right now. Whether it's your furnace, your boiler, anything in your home that might need to be adjusted, Johnstone Supply in Troy could give you that advice and the tools that you need. Stop over at 6th Avenue in Troy. Well, they'll give you those competitive prices for the things that it's... don't eat weekly old moldy cheese. I hate these graphics. Johnstone <laughs> Supply in Troy is going to help you through this winter to make sure you are warm, you are safe, the family and friends that are visiting that you don't have any issues. Check them out. Specials always going on for their boilers, especially this month. And the John Goodman furnaces we like to say. We will put the sticker on personally if that happens. Johnstone Supply in Troy. Check them out. Sixth Avenue. If you have questions, one more time. Stop it in that store on Sixth Avenue, five one eight, two seven two, five nine two two. Look at our visual side. Dead center, right in the middle. That logo's a little stretched. Sorry, Jamie. I thought it looked better when I originally did it, but they are the best. Johnstone Supply in Troy.
0: Awesome. Very good. Very, very good. Levant God's live on the uh, Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, Godzilla YouTube. By the way, if that bucket leaks a lot, you got to call Tech East, and uh, we'll take care of that, which I'm sure you're going to need a simulator with the way you take care of your house. Right, Camo? Right, okay.
1: I got some issues with this Jeff Garcia-Mena Kimes story. Can, can we be on the negative side of the Jeff Garcia-Mena thing? Have you, you read about you this? Want. Yeah. Have you heard? Okay. For those who yeah. have not heard this story – uh, earlier in the week, Mina Kimes just basically said that Jimmy Garoppolo is not playing well. Nider fans freaked out. She started going back and forth about what she, was happening. She
0: said he is the epitome of the guy who's in your group, does no work, and then gets an A. Like, that's you know, that's what she said he was. So, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, 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 I think I think that's exactly right. So, uh, Jeff Garcia then went to Instagram and basically ripped her. It's a really long Instagram post, but I think if I summed this up well enough, Basically, saying, who the hell is Mina Kimes? She's never played before. Why does she think she can offer analysis on stuff like this? And a lot of people just ran and defended Mina. You don't get how hard it is. Mina Kimes is the best. Blah, 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 blah. We've interacted with both people. And this is not saying that what Jeff Garcia did was right or what Mina Kimes did was wrong. I think I got to offer these stories about Garcia and Mina Kimes. And at any point, we could offer up what we think about this battle back and forth. Jeff Garcia has always sat down with us at radio row. And not only he sat down with us at radio row was there early and was super intense. Like he was one of these guys that you have the microphones off the headphones off. We're just talking football. He's chilling. He's, I think he was sipping some, I don't know what was in that drink. Now that I think about said this story, but he was fine. We turn on the mics. He is glaring us like ready to attack. Like you, sorry, I just stepped on your graphic. <laughs> Accident there, Garcia. There he oh, go. Anyway. He does. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Garcia does scare me, but he was a great interview. He we couldn't have asked for anything else. He was always asking how we were doing. He was very good to us. Is that fair? Do you think I set that up right that yeah. Jeff Garcia was good yeah. to us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I'd say about Mina Kimes, and maybe this is just an isolated incident, and maybe this was early in her career. You and I are covering the Buffalo Bills uh, at camp at St. John Fisher in 2017, and I remember this so well. So there was somebody on the sidelines that had. An outfit that you would wear if you wanted to go to a club, like in your early 20s. Like if you were out at like Vapor, you'd probably see someone wearing that. And this girl had like five-inch heels on. I'm like, and you know camp, right? Like you're constantly moving. You're following the football. Like I'll use an example. Meredith Gorman, who covered the Albany Empire before. We used to bust on Meredith and be like, Meredith was ready for like the running shoes. Like arena football, uh, even if you're a sideline reporter, you can't be rocking the heels. You're going to be rocking at the club. Like that's just not a part of the job. But this person who's wearing like five inch heels and it looks like they're going to the club is Mina Kynes. It's so okay. Like she clearly is standing out, which is fine. Like, okay. Like wear whatever you want. I'm not criticizing your outfit, although I wouldn't have done that. But what happens next is you and I are with the pack of media people. So like when the ball is moving, the interviews are happening, everybody kind of has some etiquette with this, you know, like, Hey, just kind of stay with the pack. She is not only not associating with anybody. She is far, far away from everybody else. And then at the end of the Overall practice. So you know this from the etiquette. If you're there every day, you let the guys who are there every day just handle it. Like if you're, if you're a Sal Capaccio, if you're a beat writer, Joe Bascalia, they get the first questions. They get to do their job first and you kind of step out of their way a little bit. Mina Kimes not only jumped in front of the pack, she took Tyrod Taylor away from that Everybody. Tyrod Taylor said, okay, well, hang on. We can't have Tyrod because he has to go do this interview over here. So Mina Kimes takes Tyrod Taylor away from the one-on-one from all the local beat writers, and they had to wait till she was done to do the Tyrod interview. So out loud, people are probably like, all right, guys, that's a little too specific. But I'm just telling my story. Like Mina Kimes is probably super likable, but Levesque and I have interacted with both people, and those are the stories we have from our end. So I know everybody has to defend everybody, blah, blah, blah. Those are just two personal stories we had from Mina Kimes and Jeff Garcia. Maybe they're isolated incidents. Maybe it's not their whole career, but I think we should. I think it was interesting to offer that perspective on that story that was going wild on the internet this week.
0: Um, the Mina Kimes thing. If if the Bills are going to get a feature on ESPN with Mina Kimes hosting it, they're going to pull her away, Pull him away from everybody, whoever she wants to talk to. You know what I mean? Like the local beat reporters, will get him later. She's in there for one reason, whatever the story was. She was going to do on on, on T Mobile, so I, I don't I don't blame her for that. She just she played her card, you know. She, hey, I'm with ESPN and I want to talk to your dude today. Okay, cool. We'll make him available. Boom, done. You know that's that's. I'm not upset about that. The heels, whatever. I don't care. I you know I, I think you're just jealous because she looks better in heels than you do. I think that's what it comes <laughs> down to. I just those kind of things I don't care about. Um, the the only thing I don't like about what Garcia said, I like him going to war for his guy. You know, I like him going to war for another uh, 49er quarterback who gets who gets drugged through the mud all the time. But when you draw that line of you didn't play, so you don't know football, it's just stupid. It's just dumb. That you know, that, like that'd be like me saying to people who like like if Corey, Corey Greenwich listens to every radio show every day, all this stuff. Corey, you don't understand what good radio is because you never did radio. You don't know what a good podcast is because you never did. You never, you never had. It. You never strapped on a, a headphone, and, and grabbed a microphone. You never did it. He listens all the time. He knows what he likes. You know what I mean? So like that drives me. That drives me nuts when they do that. Like if she if she started criticizing a dude's toughness, okay, now we can have a different conversation. Like you don't know what football toughness is, but for her to say her opinion is that team wins with.
1: I think Levac just went. No, mute. i muted. Okay, You're I sad. was going to say, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't even going to stop you because of my headphone issues here earlier. To me. Our audio audience will have no idea what just happened there.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now it's my turn. <laughs> Uh, but I will, oh, will saying No, no, no. I think, I think your point was very valid there. I think that was a good situation that would happen. Uh, before we get to the Royal Rumble and college troops, I want to tell you about our friends over at Northeastern Insurance and our friend in particular, Jared Lozier. Man, he's been helping out businesses. We've been hearing some awesome stories, back People, what's going on with Jared? Making sure that people are saving cash when things go wrong at a local business or things go wrong you didn't plan on. You got to make sure you're ready to go and have the right competitive right. prices. 518 956. 3, 7, I 5, can't hear I got you. Gotcha, I got you. 518-956-3753. I'm talking about my Very friend no Jared like Lozier. my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance. Email him today, J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. If you're looking to save cash in 2022, or you just want to make sure you have the right competitive price, or you're looking for a quote, Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance. We support him. If you want more information, check out this ticker throughout the episode here on our visual side. We're gonna, He's going to help you 2022. LeVac, did you enjoy my conversation there with Jared Lozier? <laughs> There's a chance that LeVac's mic is also now down. This is what happens when we go virtual. I thought the background was going to be the biggest issue today. That is not the case. John Danielle just wrote. Fix your mic, LOL. And Corey Greenwich, hey. I think that's a thumbs up from Corey. Look at that. That's very nice. Thank you, Corey. Wait a second. That looks like a middle finger from Corey. (laughs) LeVac will be back in a second. But when he is ready to go, he'll shoot me a message. Royal Rumble this Saturday night, 7 o'clock. The coverage gets underway on the WWE Network. Royal Rumble. Who's going to win, LeVac? You and I. This is our favorite WWE pay-per-view. This is the best one. 30 men. 30 women. It's go. the best one. Lay down. That's the best way to come back to a conversation. Just yelling at me to lay down. <laughs> we got what you, LeBec. All right, LeBac is still there. I just saw his head moving, so we'll get back to him in a second. I'm just gonna keep him on the screen and keep him right there. Yeah, John Danielle's left. This... Oh, there okay. he is. All right, We're... yeah, you're it's back. Okay, you come... Oh sorry. Royal Rumble this weekend. All right, as Levesque fixes his mics, so we're going to get back to his Royal Rumble picks. But I'll do some weekend wagers. We're just going to flip the order on this. Syracuse plays Wake Forest tonight. The Orange have looked bad. They didn't look good. Syracuse has been struggling. They got their butt kicks against Duke. And then also in the most recent match against Pittsburgh. If you want more on the Syracuse rant, I could do another 10 minutes on the Orange. Check out guys on the go. Make sure you check out all the Godzilla media sites. All right. Yeah. Levesque, you're back in, I think. What do you think about the rumble
0: tonight? Yeah, I think so. I think it's hysterical that I made so much fun of you, and then like <laughs> mine went, and I'm not even sure what happened. I think um, I think I think some like I think my daughter turned on one of the other devices these these headphones are hooked up to, and uh, and just it grabbed them, so I had to like rejoin them and everything. I like John Danielle, fix your mic, John Danielle. You've never had a mic. You don't know anything about radio, so you don't <laughs> you don't know anything about podcasting. <laughs> All right, sorry, yeah, I, I think like people that. have
1: enjoyed the suffering today,
0: yeah, yeah. What else did you want to talk about before I go away? Uh, I was
1: going to say, do you enjoy the rumble?
0: <laughs> uh, I do like the rumble i I'm a little sad because this has been a tradition for you and I, like when we would fly into whatever city to uh you know to cover the Super Bowl, it was that's what we would do. We would get there that day, we'd drop our gear off at the thing, and then you know get a 12 pack sit in the hotel and watch the, watch the rumble um. So I'm a little sad because we're not going to watch it with you. Um,
1: but I'll try to keep it together.
0: Uh, uh, and, and I'm in a pool for it too because now that you can bet on everything, I'm I'm betting on the on the Rumble.
1: DraftKings, oh, hey. by the way, DraftKings allows you to you do it as well. Make sure to check it out on DraftKings. Yeah, free entry for the Rumble pool tonight too. So I have no idea who's going to Is that no like a daily fantasy or
0: is that betting? Yeah,
1: hit, hit promos on DraftKings. You check out the Rumble Ooh. pool, both men and women. You can hop in on that for free. Uh, I have no idea who's going to win. I'm going to say Ronda Rousey. And Kevin Owens. I'll probably change my pick before seven o'clock. Those are my picks for the Rumble tonight. If you enjoy wrestling, Roy uh, heat, Ryan Katie, JJ Alexander, Godzilla Media Podcast. Download yeah. it.
0: No thanks. Um I'm trying to think who I think is gonna who will win it. You think Ronda Rousey's in it tonight?
1: I think Ronda Rousey or The Rock. Somebody cool is gonna come back tonight.
0: You think the Rock will win the women's rumble?
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think if the Rock's ever played a woman in a movie. That's John Travolta. No. The Rock did play the Tooth Fairy.
0: He he did do that. That is true. Um I try I had really no idea because I was just thinking of who I who I even wanted to show up. Like I know a lot of the guys um I know a lot of the guys that that I'd like to be there are assigned to other places. I will you know what? I hope Dalton Castle shows up. I hope, I hope Dalton Castle makes his WWE debut, leaves the indie brewing and, and comes and reps reps the Cap region wins it all awesome. the, the party peacock himself all right you, he I'm also sca-
1: he also scares me by the way dalton castle
0: really i love dalton
1: <laughs> remember how comfortable i was during that interview with dalton
0: <laughs> yeah you were it was weird i i thought because like i guess maybe it's because i just know him different than you know him like i've known him from the radio days and all that stuff so like the fact that he's been on the cover rolling stone you know ring of honor champ jericho cruz on i was like oh it's just that's a dude i know like or bobby fish comes back there's another cap region Dud wrestler. I want all the all the all the cap region guys. to tie. Matt
1: Riddle wins. Saratoga High School yeah. zone. There you go. He's already
0: there. He's already yeah, back. It's so, yep, he's
1: One other thing I had about Dalton Castle. I still remember this quote where I asked Dalton, "Who's your favorite wrestler? Do You want to wrestle?" He goes, "You guys, right now, I want to wrestle you."
0: <laughs> I love the picture that's three of us and like whoever clicked it and caught it right when I was saying something to him and he just went like this. So it looks like he was like trying to get me not to hit him.
1: I have my <laughs> arms folded, scared that Dalton's going <laughs> to tickle me or something.
0: It would happen. It could. It really right. could.
1: I just have two wages for today. I say Michigan, Michigan State over in College Hoops. Xavier Creighton over. Those are the only College Hoops stories I had. I was going to rant and rave about how bad some teams are. Auburn's really good. Auburn's by fire, in a way, the best team in college basketball. Jabari Smith, all that stuff. Uh, what do we have for the rest of the schedule? Sunday, we got uh, conference title games. You and I are yeah. back Tuesday. Techies Tuesday. I want to see what we got coming up at Techies Tuesday. I know you and Jamie are working on some really cool stuff. Tuesday uh, Friday, we're at Hooters, Levesque. Friday, we Ooh. start Super Bowl week. The wheels are in motion for Super Bowl week. That just reminds me, I got to uh, email somebody about a certain guest we're going to have leading off our Super Bowl coverage. Make sure he's booked for that. But Super Bowl coverage is on the way. Hooters, Friday, Tuesday, Techies. It's feel good February for you guys who are Techies in the Albany Empire.
0: Yes, it's going to be a good time. We're going to give away uh, tickets to the Empire every Tuesday during the month of February. And it is my understanding that our good friends at the Hideaway is part of their reopening, which will be also in February. Will you not do that, dog? Um, that is, oh, they're going to give us a gift card to give away for Valentine's Day for Field of One February. And Cam was so excited, he's biting my thumb over it. <laughs> a weird dog.
1: Camo, thank you for stopping by. I'm going to sign off early if you are too, just in case we get more yeah. technical difficulties. Yeah. The episode title is "Watch Us Struggle," and uh, yeah, got yeah, time to do yeah. that. Audi-
0: yeah, how about how about Karma's a B? Karma's yeah, Karma's a bitch is the name of this one. Well, that picks on guys and then proceeds to screw up his own headset, and then uh, picks on guys for blaming his kid, then blames his kid. That's what that's what it is. That's what it's all about. All right, everybody, uh, good luck with all your wages. Unless you're betting against us, then you can go screw. That's the one to grow on.
1: Talk to you Tuesday. See ya.